0: Welcome to another edition of Cybersecurity Dispatch. This is your host, Andy Anderson. In this episode, all warfare is based on deception. We talk with Rick Moy of Acalvio about the history of deception as a strategy and its use in the world of cybersecurity. We cover how deception fits into the overall picture and the current state of deception technologies in the world of cybersecurity today. Well, thanks for joining us. Awesome. yeah. So just you know always beginning just say your name where you are, just so we can we can have it in the sure piece. My name is Rick Moy. I'm the chief Marketing officer at a company called the Calvio Technologies. We are a deception two company. We're creating a distributed deception platform that uh, brings automated deceptions at scale and authenticity. To organizations of any size, the goal is to make it easy to manage, deploy, and implement deception strategies in the network in order to do a better job of detecting attackers who have gotten past the prevention that isn't you've had deployed on your perimeter and on the endpoints. Yeah, such a great kind of background and experience and sort of fit for some of the conversations that we've been having, right? You know, so we're seeing kind of the kind of realization in the market that static is just not like if if an attacker can see what you're doing you know they're going to be able to penetrate it i know you guys have been around a while walk through kind of like where deception and and changes have, have happened like what what that what that history yeah is like. well so first of all i mean to set the context so like i talked about in in my talk this morning Deception has been around for a long time. It exists in nature. You have Venus flytrap, the anglerfish, you think of those fun things. So so nature's got them, and we've used deception in warfare kinetically. So militaries have used smoke screens, false retreats, fake units, right? During D-Day, we created some inflatable tanks to, to fool the Germans. And in cyber, it really started around 1989 with uh, the German attacker who was breaking into Lawrence Livermore. And a guy named Cliff Stoll was one of the first documented deception campaigns where he actually created fake systems, fake files, and even fake departments when when logically in the company, and a fake secretary who he gave uh, an account on the system in order to mislead the uh, attacker. And so deception is part of our our world, whether we realize it or not. Attackers use deception against us in phishing campaigns. In malware, polymorphic malware, we use Deception to sinkhole botnets. Yep. We use it to gather threat intelligence externally. The field of, of honeypots, which most people think about, yeah. been around for you know, 20 years, and that's great. A lot of open source, uh, community-level projects solves a certain problem, but the, the change that we've noticed over the last few years is that making those enterprise ready right and what does that mean so no one has time to manage another platform it takes time to figure out well what kind of campaign do i want to run you know there's there's some manual effort required and so the new phase of deception we call deception 2.0 has has a couple key principles it's got to be manageable it's got to be automated it's got to be authentic and it's got to interoperate with your existing uh, infrastructure fabric. So all those things have to be true. And that's really only become viable within the last 12, 18 months, I would say. There's a lot of uh, deception offerings that are, I would call them more point products, solve a specific part of the problem, but they aren't as fluid and dynamic as the uh, modern uh, enterprise would like. Now keep in mind, we've, Developers have been talking about DevOps for what, five years or so now, so that's really become part of the uh, the mantra within the CIOs organization. Where they say we've got to be agile, we've got to adapt to a digital transformation that's still ongoing. Yeah, I mean, you brought up so many good things there. I think that 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 pain point that you talk about where you know you're already seeing you know ten thousand threats a day, maybe a million incidents a day and the, and the idea of you know we're gonna create another system where you've got to, you're gonna create even more incidents like you already are overwhelmed the idea of like yeah. you know, how do i how do I kind of handle more when I'm already drinking from the fire hose yeah. how do you guys, both your own technology but what you see in the market in terms of of that filtering, that sort of understanding, okay, what is just sort of noise on the network and what are the really kind of yeah. high-risk elements. So so that's perfect, right? And it's true. There's organizations that I've worked with that get millions of alerts a day, and that's the exactly the problem with a prevention or a traditional detection type of technology where deception comes in and is really – you know uh, a great blessing for the organizations it's a totally different philosophy whereas prevention you're trying to find the bad guy hiding in the crowd with deception you've set out fake assets decoys that will attract them and by definition anyone who's interacting with that decoy is not following business process so okay. if they're an employee they're not following the business process and if they're an attacker they're looking for, for some data to either steal or, or ransom back to you. Yeah. And so the definition of deception is it gives you high fidelity alerts, so a very small number of them, because in general they don't occur very often, and they're designed specifically to detect lateral movement. Someone who has gotten a foothold on an, on a workstation or a server inside of an organization is now trying to pivot and find some of that important treasure to, to again, steal or ransom back to you. And so by doing that, trying to figure out what machines are next to me, what services are in the environment, how do I connect to them, all those activities could potentially reveal their existence if they connect to them. And that's where, that's where we come in. So, deception is a great complement to a very noisy existing infrastructure that most organizations already have set up. And these two things can be complementary and used together. When you think about when you're creating a network and, you know, essentially trying to replicate something that looks like your existing environment and putting assets there, how do you do that in a way that's, you know, efficient, easy, and that also is believable to an attacker, right? Because mm-hmm. like, they, I mean, in many cases, <laughs> sadly, a lot of organizations don't even know what their network looks like and, right. and, and all of the endpoints yeah. on it. You know, how do you stand one up that's, you know, an image of it, a copy of it that's, that's real? at least real enough to uh-huh. uh, to an attacker so that's a great question that's exactly uh, one of the shortcomings of the previous generations of honeypot technologies modern approaches will o- allow and admins and organizations to use gold images you yeah. can take take systems that are actually deployed dirty images right we call them gold but you know, a lot of them will call them their, their, their copper or pewter or they're fairly tarnished, right? They're not necessarily a precious thing. And, and that's exactly what you want. You want to replicate and mimic the actual systems in your environment, right? So if it's too clean, it's going to be suspicious, right? So if it's too locked down, it's probably not going to be a good lure for an attacker. So it needs to have the same kinds of flaws that your other systems have and you know not to get too technical cuz you know we have an audience that sort of spans the the range from kind of security professionals mm-hmm. to individuals who, you know, are tangentially involved but how you know can you dig in a little bit so sort of one layer deeper in terms of how you do that is that done through virtual machines or you know what's the what's the way you deploy a mm-hmm. a, a network so to be honest there are some that are out of the box that are just standard right there's there's a whole matrix of different types of deceptions you can deploy. So out of the box, as it were, you would get some, you know, basic things like SMB file shares, certain Windows operating system versions, Windows 7, Windows 8, Windows 10, Server 2012, etc. Those generally we provide, right? Others can be virtualized or containerized. You know, we call it in our lingo service reflection, the, the process of wrapping uh, an image that's already in production, then mimicking its existence on different VLANs. So we have technology that really simplifies that. So it's uh, again, yeah, it's all about making it easy for an organization to to roll out a deception campaign. So you're deploying stuff both like on prem as well as in the cloud, or is it? it where is the sort of yeah, power to to, deployment typically? So software? so Calvio is a. Uh, cloud-first company. So everything we design is meant for organizations who are going to be moving to the cloud or deploying from the cloud. That same engineering discipline allows us to deploy cloud-ready apps on-premises in a very efficient DevOps manner. So we've just done the design for the hard stuff first, but are also deployable on-prem. I mean, what are you sort of... Where are things going? You know, what do you think people should be really excited and t- and trying out in this space? Like, what's what's cutting edge in deception right now? So, cutting cutting edge, I'd have to say it's probably the boring part of just making it operational. A couple of years ago, cutting edge was uh, putting up a lone honeypot on the outside of your network and getting external threat intelligence. Well, that's something a lot of people know. If you put If you put something on the outside of your network, within about five minutes, you're going to start getting attacked, right? What's really critically important to the organization is what was kind of fun, I think. And so maybe this is the definition of cutting edge, is finding the bad guys who are already inside your network. There's a certain investigative James Bond nature to it. Okay, what's going on? Who's inside the castle walls? What information do I have? How can we lay some traps to re- have that person reveal themselves? You get to, You get into kind of this detective mode, right? And then you start to think, well, what tools do I have to do that? And there really isn't anything more exciting in my in my mind than the deception arsenal of tools that you have. You can deploy you know honeypots to actual servers. You can put services out there that maybe just like an FTP service which, for example, is used in the Sony hack, file shares, you can put fake spreadsheets out there, right? You can have false misleading data in database servers that would, if that data is ever used in public, you would know that you had been breached, right? So there's really creative ways that you can think about marking content that if it's touched or used somewhere else will be an indicator. And yeah. so it really forces you as the security guide to think a little bit more holistically about what what business are we in? Are we in healthcare? Is it patient records? Is it Are we financial services? Is it bank account information? Are we a R&D shop designing semiconductors? So then it may be IP around a particular laser etching technology or layout of a microprocessor. And so, I would want to have different strategies around each of those. And so, so that's what's interesting and frankly invigorating for a security person who maybe last week their top priority was applying a patch or responding to some malware on Jane's computer. Well, now he gets to think more strategically about the business and the threats that it's faced. It's something that's typically reserved for the C-level suite. But in reality, it's the people that are you know hands-on that have to implement that. So I think it's a great opportunity. From many perspectives. Yeah, no, it sounds very cool. You know, as people are sort of thinking about adding deception to their strategies, what would you say is like the best way to kind of get to climb the curve, to kind of educate themselves? Like, is there are there some resources out there? Are there you know some books that they should check uh, out? What 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 sort yeah. of the, the way to kind of t- to get involved there? So, uh, actually, it's a great question. It's almost a setup. Uh, we, yeah. we actually have a couple of books that we've written. Cool. So, you can go on Amazon. There's a couple of historical books you can look at. The Approach to Cuckoo's Egg is one. Kevin Mitnick's written a book yeah. about deception. We have two free books that are... Uh, one's the Dummies, Deception yeah. for Dummies. It's a very short read. It's actually quite entertaining yeah. and you don't have to be a dummy. It's It's actually does a really good job of explaining it. And then we have an advanced field guide for or the advanced practitioner who's used to uh, had more experience with some uh, honeypot technologies. Okay. Cool. So. Um, and we can include links to that. Okay. Right, which would be great. Awesome. I mean, you know, thanks for taking the time. Um, you know, this is your opportunity. If you got a soapbox, what would, you, what would you like the kind of community to know if you had, you know, 30 seconds, a minute to say, you know, gosh, yeah. you, you really need to be thinking about this or... or I would, yeah, that's a great question. I would encourage the community to, to recognize that deception is all around us. We use it every day, and it's used against us every day, whether it's in advertising, social relationships, and in cyber it's used, right? And so let's use deception to change the dynamic, right? The attackers are using automation, forcing us to do manual review of the problems they've created. Deception allows us; it's the only platform that allows us to lie back to the attacker and change that dynamic and make them do some work. And so, from that perspective, and you look at the and you look at the technologies at your disposal, huge points for that. But when you also consider that it's lower costs to deploy than a number of other detection technologies, and more effective and lower noise, there's a lot of reasons to look at it. And I think that. So I'd encourage people to have an open mind um, yeah. and to read up on uh, what Gartner says is the number number three, in the top technologies for for the next year. Yeah, awesome. This is great. Um, yeah, thanks so much. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks for the time. Yeah, no, it's great.